It's just what we've seen that not a lot of people, I think what it is, not a lot of people have the belief to set the actual big goals to learn that they can build belief along the way. I've never met a single person who's achieved something really extraordinary, again, extraordinary, different than normal, without being misunderstood or feeling misunderstood. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, Show Me Your Community, and we will show you your future today for episode number 590, Are You Listening to the Non-Believers? So, before Alan rudely interrupts me, (laughs) I was on the phone with a client Mm -hmm. the other day. And I realized very quickly that this is a theme for almost everybody I've talked to, whether it's the amazing family members of Next Level Nation or, you know, the Next Level You family, clients, some friends, people all over the place that a lot of times most of the people in their lives are non-believers right? in terms of not believing in what they're capable of or not understanding why they're doing what they're doing. So we figured we'd sit down and talk at a, at a high level about like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do when the people in your life don't understand your vision? So I think that a good way to describe this, and if you've come to the weekly meetups, you've probably heard me talk about this before, but there's the story of the Chinese bamboo where, and Kevin loves it so much that he's actually laughing <laughs> at me. No, with me, laughing with me. No, no, no. So It's all love. No, it is. So basically there's this Chinese bamboo that you have to water and take care of for five full years before it ever breaks the surface. And then once it breaks the surface, within two weeks, it's 200 feet tall. And I've heard Les Brown talk about that. I've heard Andy Frisella talk about that. It's just a story. I don't know if it's true, but I do know that that's a great analogy for what entrepreneurship or any sort of of new endeavor, even if it's a fitness journey or even a new relationship, you don't... Success is the thing that comes last. Remember the four S's that we talked about in a long, long, long time ago? We talked about them. The first one, I think, is sacrifice, struggle, suffer, suffer, and then success. Success is the last thing to come. And so let's say hypothetically you're out there listening right now and you have a dream. Think about what that dream is. It can be big or small. But it needs to be something that's out in the future. Maybe it's to get married. Maybe it's to have kids. Maybe it's to buy your dream car. So think about your dream car. Kevin, it's a Mercedes, right? Mercedes AMG GTR, black on black, black rims, the finest leather interior, all that happy jazz. And how much is that? Uh, we, I actually priced it out the other day. <laughs> Taryn's like, oh, we're doing this again? I said, absolutely, we are. Right. Uh, 210000 210000 yeah. So when you talk to people about that car, do they believe that you'll actually get that? I remember you, you told me, a, so can you tell that story quickly? Yeah, I was, I was at, um, I was out with some people at the Apple Orchard 
and I was talking to somebody there about cars. And I said, like, what's your dream car? Like, if you could have any car in the world, what would it be? And the person said it. And I think it was, like, a pretty, re- like, reasonable. Right. Like, a reasonable car. Like, something that's not out of the realm of possibility. And I was like, oh, that'd be awesome. And he's like, what's yours? And I said, 2020 uh, AMG GTR. And he's like, oh, that's, like, a real, like, real dream car. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's what I intend on having eventually. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, like, that never really entered the realm of his imagination or possibility. And honestly, up until three years ago or two years ago, that I was in the same boat. You I, didn't believe you could get that no, car? No, no, that wasn't even a thought. Can we, and and I know we, we have a lot of intentions for this episode, but like, you now know you'll have that car. Yeah, it's on, it's on the background of my, my laptop and my phone. Right. One, now, one of the many yeah. things. On the You're background. certain that that's going to happen. Yeah. What was it like to not be certain of that? I think for me it was normal because I never thought it was possible to begin with. I think when people said things like like <clears throat> when I said that I was going to do I don't know whatever would you what was your reaction to that? It's almost like I want you to put yourself back in the shoes of that guy. I who, think ego. I think I I probably assume that person had ego. Genuinely. I remember when we were in, remember this, we were on the Pacific Coast Highway in California, mm-hmm. and you looked up and you said, that Iron Man house up there, I intend on having that one day. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, I was like, that's a little, that's a little uh, cocky. I think it was my reaction. Really? Yeah, because I think it made me insecure to imagine... Someone has to buy it. Oh, I know. It might as well be you. I Trust me, I have nothing against yeah, that. Yeah, isn't that interesting? But I, it's like someone buys that I think home. it was a mirror for me. I right. think it was a mirror of like, well, I don't think I could get that. Like, how dare he think he could get that? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a beautiful... It, that, yeah. that was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Pacific Coast Highway is unbelievable. Um, just to provide some context to that story, kept, we, we went and... What did we get? We got, like, burritos or something? Yeah, there, there was, was like this, a, this uh, food truck on the side of the road. We were going, driving to Nick, Dr. Nikki Starr's house in Malibu, yeah. and on the way, we're like, yo, we got to get some, some grub here. It's been a long day. Yeah. Pulled off some of the best food ever. Amazing views. I was sweating profusely because yeah. it was hot. It was amazing. <laughs> what car were we driving? We had a rental. I think we were we rocking the Kia at that point. I think so. That we thing wasn't had, bad. We might have had a Kia. And uh, I, Kevin was in. Oh yeah, you were in the car, the driver's seat. I remember this. You were writing notes to prepare for the yeah, yeah. the interview with Nikki. And uh, dude, this feels like forever ago, right. right? And I remember looking up at this house on the side of the mountain. And I remember thinking to myself, like, that would be so magnificent to look, like, wake up to, and to look out and like see the ocean. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be something like that, mm. if not that one, right? And I, I just had that moment. Granted, I was completely like in an abundant state because it was just gorgeous. But even at that time, that felt like ego to you. I think because I was probably insecure about. I think it was probably a mirror of what I didn't think I could accomplish. I think that's what it is. Like, I think when people set audacious goals, they, or they see somebody set audacious goals, they immediately look at them through their filter. Okay. Right. I, again, and I'm talking about my experience. So that, I don't, I'm not saying if you're watching or listening, that's the way you operate. But I, again, I was the kid who said it must be nice. Like, if I saw somebody in my dream car, I would be like, oh, it must be nice. It must be nice that he or why, she has Why that. could they get it and you couldn't from your consciousness? I don't know. I just, it didn't seem like it was, it seemed like it was outside of me, outside of the realm of possibility. Right. Yeah, I don't know if I, uh, like, I, I just always want to dig into that mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people live there but don't know they do. 
because to me it's like it, it and again that house has to be bought by someone right. someone owns it right so like that human why is it that they're capable of that and you're not it's yeah. like to me it doesn't click um now will it take an unbelievable amount of hard work and an unbelievable amount of investments and an unbelievable amount of business acumen and wealth creation and hard you know of course right but i think that if you're out there listening you know just understand that having audacious goals immediately makes you weird and misunderstood in some well in some rooms right in other rooms it's going to make you weird not to have them not i don't want to say weird not to but if you're in next level nation you'll have you'll you'll feel welcome we're not nobody's going to say like oh, how dare you have those goals Right, it's almost the opposite. It's almost like if you have no goals, you might feel left out. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. And that'll, if anything, that'll motivate you to have them to get clear. Yeah, to get clear. I didn't mean weird in a negative way. No, no, no I no. meant weird as in like different than the statistical yeah. norm. Yeah, okay. makes makes sense. Yeah. Out of the realm of normalcy. The the one of the reasons this episode came up, and we were talking about this. Obviously, like I I preframed, I've just seen so much of this. I've seen so much of. People dealing with non-believers in their life, and again, I'm—I would say I'm considerably lucky, because I have a very tight group of people around me who do believe in the mission. My family, my friends—like I'm very lucky when it comes to that. I was on the phone with a client. She just had a five thousand dollar week. Okay, she made five thousand dollars last week in her business um, through her podcast and, and everything else. She's Strong doing. week. Strong week. Right, it's best week she's ever had. Mm. Best week she's ever had. And she said. You know, sometimes it's just a little bit frustrating because my partner will say, like, well, you work so much. I work, like, half the time you do, and I make twice the amount of money you make. And I said, I understand mm. that's probably coming from a place of, I don't understand why you work so hard for so little. But what this person doesn't understand is he is already capped out. Exactly. He's, he will never, most likely, never make any more money than he's making now unless there's some drastic shifts that happen. You had just made $5,000 in a week. You could do that every week if you do this right. Exactly. Your life could look completely different a year from today. Right. And it was that moment of like, I... And this is her husband? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to make that normal and say like, well... That's kind of the way it is. Like he, he might never believe in what you believe in, right? Like he might not. He might not see the vision until the vision is here. Yeah. But I, I just basically said like your personal development set point is what's going to determine your success. The, the more you learn and grow and get rid of your own junk, the more you'll be able to help other people learn and grow and get rid of their own junk. Mm-hmm. And that's the journey that you're on. But it's, it's a longer journey than most. It's a different journey than most. And most people don't have anything to compare it to. Right? If you're watching this, this is the be- like the best analogy. If you're watching this and you're a podcaster, let's, let me reframe. If you're watching this and you just started a podcast, you now have more respect for Alan and I. Yeah. Subconsciously and probably consciously because you realize what it actually takes. Yeah. If you've never spoken in front of people and you speak... In front of people, you realize, like, oh, that's a lot different than I expected. You and I with newscasters, it's yes. like, oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They are way better than I ever Thought. gave them credit for. I know. People that do, like, play-by-play on sports, like, you don't ever mess up, ever. Right. It's, it's amazing. It is. But you can only be aware to the level that you've experienced. Right. And a lot of them have been doing it for 25 years yeah. before they actually got yeah. those last few years and of And there's success. a ton of people in the community that... 
That's why we want to do this episode. If you're out there right now and your family doesn't understand why you're doing what you're doing, it doesn't make what you're doing wrong. Right. If your friends don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, it doesn't make what you're doing wrong. In a weird way, it's almost like that means you're doing it right. Yeah. Because, and I know, how do I explain that? As long as it's aligned. For you? For you? For Yeah. Like, if you're, you know, if you're staying out all night partying, driving recklessly, you might... Yeah, but that's not but that's not aligned. Yeah, that's right? not aligned. If you feel misunderstood, put it this way. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching this or listening to this, it's obvious that you want to get to the next level of your life. We can help you get there faster. In 3 months from today, your life can look completely different. Here's how. Group coaching. Here's what you're going to get. So, you're going to get bi-weekly calls with Kevin and myself. You're going to be on a team of 10 like-minded, growth-oriented individuals. You're also going to be in a WhatsApp chat with Kevin and I and the entire team, 24-7 access to chat. Also, you're going to get bi-weekly progress reports and peak performance tracking. Guys, this is a great opportunity for those who can't afford one-on-one coaching with Alan and myself. We have helped dozens and dozens of people get to the next level at this point. Go to nextleveluniverse.com, click group coaching, or find the link in the show notes. Talk to you soon. Do you believe, let me ask you this, Kev. Do you believe it's possible to have massive goals and not be misunderstood by most people? I think if we were to talk about, and again, this episode and, and our views on this in no way is looking down on anybody else. It's just what we've seen that not a lot of people, I think what it is, not a lot of people have the belief to set the actual big goals to learn that they can build belief along the way. So I just want to preface it with that. Um, unless you're born into a family who constantly always builds belief in you, then I think you might. I think if, if somebody before you did it that is around you constantly, then you might feel more understood. More understood, but not fully. It's like, okay, when I have a, Tara and I want to have two children. Mm -hmm. Say I have, we want to have a boy and a girl. Right. Well, you don't get to you so. don't get to choose how it works, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. But put it in the universe. Put it in the universe. <laughs> they will be way more understood supported right. if they want to be entrepreneurs. If they if they say like I want to start a podcast, I want to do that. Cool, I can show you exactly what to do, and these are all the things I screwed up. Now, think about it this way though. What if they do something completely opposite of something I've ever done? I might not understand it. I'll support them. Right. But I think there that I think that's an interesting. But you might not understand it. I, I think that's an interesting point. Is how do you understand what you? How do you support what you don't understand? I don't know who says this, but it's it. it maybe it was Brian Tracy. Was he Jeff. said he said it was it, it was, was Jeff. Yeah, it was me. My latest book. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Which is called what? No, no. I'm I don't kidding. know yet. <laughs> uh, Brian Tracy says, and I don't know if this is true. This is just what he says, and I heard it recently, that only three percent of the population has. Uh, clear written goals. Mm. And so if you have clear written goals, that means you're in some regard uh, uh, statistically extraordinary or or extraordinary, different than most of the population. Mm. Um, And I think that that is par for the course. I think that's par for the course. I, I don't... I've never met a single person who's achieved something really extraordinary, again, extraordinary, different than normal, without being misunderstood or feeling misunderstood. I, mean, I know Emilia 
and I have spent a lot of our life feeling misunderstood. And I do think it comes down to we we had a lot of self belief and we had really really big goals. We always have, and I I don't think that makes us wrong. I don't think it makes anyone wrong that they don't. I think it it definitely creates a different decision making paradigm. It, it if and I wanted to talk about this briefly, like. Okay, even this. If Emilia was shooting for a 4.0 and someone in her group project is only shooting for a 3.0 or maybe not shooting at all, just wants Bs or just wants a degree, mm-hmm. of course she's going to seem weird. And of course she's going to feel misunderstood. And they're both going to misunderstand each other a little bit because they have different core values. They have different core aspirations. They have different beliefs of what should and shouldn't be. And I think that the only way to really be interdependent and and to to collaborate in this life is to i think understand those differences and have compassion for them but if you're out there right now and you feel misunderstood because you have big goals you got to get around people with big goals because it's just a different life and rebuilding or reestablishing the relationship you have with what the other people are doing for you and Emilia, if you didn't understand why other people were doing what they were doing, wouldn't that cycle just perpetuate? You know what I mean? Go deeper. I, I so for me, it's it's like I don't understand what you're why you're doing. I do now, but early on, it's like I don't really get those goals. Like I don't get it. The, even the Iron Man thing. Okay. Like the Iron Man house is like I don't understand that. Like how is that going to happen? But. Oh. You can communicate way better to me if you understand that I don't believe you can get that because I don't believe I can get that. So I think it's the under the lack of understanding goes both ways. Right. So how do you now knowing you're a way better communicator than you've ever been? Thank you. Very very welcome. Thank you. A transcoder, as we say. <laughs> how do you transcode your goals to somebody who doesn't necessarily understand them? Like what where what can the listeners take from that? I don't put you on the spot. No, no, I appreciate it. And I've always been trying to articulate how how things are possible. The first thing you'd have to realize is that these other people who buy these homes are are humans. Yeah, they're just they're just humans. And so, with a, with with a few exceptions, if it's possible for one person, it's possible for another person. Obviously, the exception being. LeBron James having a basketball in his hand at four and also being 6'8", 220, and an athletic, you know, freak of nature. Like, other than those extremes, there's there's nothing outside the realm of possibility for for all of us if we put in the hard work. Everything is figureoutable. Mm-hmm. And, and when, I, when I set that goal to buy a home like that, I, I'm not like, oh, I can do this tomorrow. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I, of course not. That's dumb. But I know I can do it eventually I because... How do I know I can do it eventually? <laughs> it's such a hard thing to explain. Because I know it's figureoutable. And I don't set the goal to get the goal. I don't. It's weird. It's almost like the house is irrelevant in a weird way. Like, yeah, I want the house. I want the journey that it will force me to embark upon. And I, I think that even that maybe sounds weird. Like... I want a Tesla because I want a self-driving car so that I don't have to focus on the road. I don't really care about a Tesla. I don't know. I, I 
I want to be the most extraordinary version of myself. I want to grow and contribute at my greatest level. I think that waking up next to the ocean will help me do that. It'll help me be inspired every single day. And is there a part of me that knows that that will be nicer than where I'm waking up right now? Yeah, but I don't, it's not, it's not about that. It's weird, and I don't know how to explain that. And I'm realizing, too, that a lot of people actually do set goals to get the goal. I think most people do. Because they don't, I think you might have a higher awareness of what it'll actually take to get it just because you're more visionary than every single person basically I've ever met. So imagine that. I don't even know what it's going to take to become, to have a net worth of what I want. I don't, I don't know what it's going to take. I imagine it's going to be incredibly difficult and I'm going to have to be an incredible human being, but I don't know what that journey is going to look like. So why do you believe it now but not back then? What, well, like what changed? A lot is you. A lot is you. But you now believe it yourself. So yeah, like I, maybe be, I've helped you, believe, but it would but. be a lot harder if Jeff decided to to go do something else. Oh, it, I mean it would. It would be harder for sure. Let's do that. Yeah, real quick, yeah. hypothetical. So let's say hypothetically, you're you don't have you and I somehow aren't friends. It's not going to happen. So you're good. But like, are you still going to have the dream car? Yes. Yes. Okay. And the I'm going to have everything, but it's going to be harder, and it might take longer. Okay. So you didn't always believe that though. No, but I think now I believe with with time, I think I'm really locking in. And this is something if you're if you're watching or listening, this is something that I would have like turned off the podcast. It's not like bad, but it's something very it never made sense to me. Okay. I think it was I believe it was either Brian Tracy or Jim Rohn. Basically, you can always have more because you can always become more. Yeah. That never landed until like three days ago. <laughs> straight up. Really? Yeah, straight up. That's why I want to have more. I think that's... Is because it will force me to become more. That's locked in okay. to me. Now I realize the more I become, the more I can have. Right. You, I think you do it the opposite way, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The you, more I want to have, the more I'll become. Right. It's, it's me trying to recruit the, all the motivations of my nature. Yeah. So wanting nice things is part of the four M's that, that motivate you. So you have to recruit all of it, right? Like there's a part of me that really wants that house. Genuinely, I got to recruit that part of my nature. You know what I mean? Deep, deep episode. Yeah. An- another powerful. point I had, I had a couple points. I just want to make sure I touch on them. Understand this. So when I was talking to this client of mine, I said, well, you also have to understand that you don't necessarily have the results yet. Like, you and I have only been working together for five or six months at this point. I know you had business coaches before, but I don't think they were, like you had a business coach before you had a, a podcast, right? So like, right. I don't know that they were doing the same thing that you and I are doing, but this is just the beginning. Yeah. Like in theory, you'll never be as, you'll never be at the level you are now if you continue growing. This is the, I don't want to say the lowest. This is the set point. Yeah. This is where the temperature is right this now. This is the the least effective you'll be. So understand ever. that the people in your life, many of them, not all of them, but if if they're the non-believers that we're talking about, again, nothing, nothing but love for them. Right. They are currently seeing where you are, not where you could be. Yeah. They don't understand the growth and they don't understand how that works. And then the last piece I wanted to talk about, make sure that you're keeping an eye on whether or not you're going back to rooms where you do feel understood. If you're consistently hanging out with people that don't understand you, so maybe that's not even the right frame. Maybe the right frame is changing your self, filtering yourself not being yourself in those rooms. You're staying in the same rooms, but in order to be understood, you don't lean into who you are. Yeah. You filter. You pretend that you don't want what you want. Your behaviors don't reflect what you actually want. Right. Right? It's very easy to say you want to be, you know, this or this or this and then hang out with people 
who don't understand why you want to be that and then revert. Right. You, you want to get in better shape. And then you hang out with people who don't know you want to get in better shape and they offer you pizza and you, instead of turning it down and saying, well, I, I really want to stick to this goal I've set, you just... Appease. Appease. And again, that's... We're, we're all, all guilty we've, of that. Yeah, we've all done that. Yeah. Leverage the social part of your nature to... I mean, think about it this way. All of us want to fit in. The mm. question is, do you want to fit in with goal achievers and really success-oriented, fulfilled, aligned, character-driven humans? Or do you want to fit in with what's normal? And there's nothing wrong with either one. It's a choice. Mm. It's a choice. And are you making that choice consciously, I think? And you're listening to this because you want to get to the next level. Right. That's why we're next level you. That's why we're next level you. Yeah. You dig? I do. Ladies and gentlemen, we are officially opening group three. Group three. Group three is starting on May 7th. April, it's April right now. May, May 7th. 7th. May 7th. 30 days from today. 30 days from today. My gosh, time flies. Mm-hmm. So it's a 90-day group what? coaching. What? Friday. Bi-weekly. We are going to hop on a Zoom. It'll be you and nine other people, and we're going to help you get your goals. We're going to help you set 90-day goals. We're going to create a system of success. But most importantly, you're going to be surrounded by people who are believers. They believe in you and they want you to believe in them. And there's so much love. Somebody actually messaged in the group today and said, I absolutely love the support and how we're all lifting each other up. It literally has a a tear in my eye. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting into a community, getting around people who want to see you succeed. Not only do they want to see you succeed, but they believe you can succeed. Nextleveluniverse.com. There's a tab for group coaching and you can go there. So Kevin said in this episode that he finally had that land where it's like the more you become, the more you can have. Mm. Your aunt can change, your mom can change, your brother or sister can change, but your life won't change that much. The presidency can change, all that. It won't change that much. You know what will change your life, though, is if you improve. I don't believe your life will sustainably improve until you do. Kevin and I have been talking a lot about this, but basically we are realizing that personal development is not as common as we might think because we're around a lot of people doing it. If anyone out there listening knows of someone where personal development would really help them improve the quality of themselves and the quality of their life, please send them this podcast or reach out to Kevin and myself. We want to either show them group coaching, show them this podcast. If you have an organization that doesn't have a personal development culture, we're also giving one free speech virtually to every single listener of this show. Please, a simple DM. Uh, Kevin and I want to inspire and get more people. We want to bring personal development to the masses. And I'm realizing that's a very tall glass. Mm, that's yeah. like very hard to do, um, but we're committed. So please reach out and let us know. We appreciate that. We appreciate, we appreciate the opportunity to come in and speak. And there's a reason that we love speaking so much because we get to inspire people and see them. Like, as we do it. Right. Right? And we, we've been lucky enough to get invited back or stay in contact with everybody we've spoken to. So I hope we're doing something right. Yeah. It seems like we're doing something it right. It does seem that way. Ladies and gentlemen, I know this episode was a little bit heavy, but sometimes we need these heavy episodes to bring perspective and to create that reason to look in the mirror. As always, we do not have fans. We have family. We love you, and we will talk to you on the next one. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.